0: Hey friend, welcome to the Restore Mind podcast, where we are going to be talking about various life topics surrounding mindset transformation. Imagine what it will look like to have peace in your life, despite what the world is telling you. Hi, my name is Caroline, a wife, mom of three, and makeup turned fitness enthusiast. I am here to help you build a strong mindset that will propel you forward into a life of peace and joy. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Well, my friend, there is freedom waiting for you. So if you are ready to build a 2.0 version of yourself, then this podcast is for you. So grab your water or whatever you like to drink, throw on your walking shoes, and let's get going because it's always 4.13. Hello and welcome to the Restored Mind podcast. My name is Caroline and I'm so happy that you're here today with me, my friend. I hope that you are having a wonderful week so far. And I just want to take a moment, whether you're new or a returning listener, I just want to take a moment to say thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to my podcast episodes, whether it's this one or one that you decide to listen to prior. I truly appreciate your time. Today is episode 23, Getting Specific, Stepping into a Better Version of You. So this is part of the mini-series that I've put together. The last two episodes are included in this mini-series, and today it marks the last one. At least for now, maybe we'll continue to build on in this series, but for now, today is the last episode. And it was actually inspired by a question that my children usually ask me, which is, Mom what do you want to be when you grow up? Which led me to think about this question and how I used to ask my friends back in grade school. And it seemed like everyone knew what they were, wanted to do. They had a clear idea. I got answers like, I want to be a lawyer, a veterinarian, a doctor, a nurse. I want to be a teacher. They were very specific, it seemed, in what they wanted to be. And when I answered it, I always said, I want to be helpful. I want to help others. And it didn't dawn on me until my kids asked me that question that I hadn't really ever specified what that meant to me. Did I want to be helpful in the nursing field? Did I want to be helpful as a school teacher, a counselor? How did I want to be helpful to the people around me? So that's how this whole thing transpired, especially this episode. I'm not particularly going to be sharing Step by step on how to become a better you at any specified career, but I am going to be sharing with you how you can be a better person that will help enhance you to be who you want to be in any specified area of your life. Diving into this episode, I want to start it off by saying, don't be afraid of failure. Failure is not an end game, it's what you do afterwards that breaks you apart from the rest. All right. Failure is not an end game. So how does God use failures for success? Think about this. When we start to fail at something, we try something new because we don't want to be associated with failure. We've been groomed to think that failing is bad for us, when in actuality, it's a pivotal moment in your life that either makes you or breaks you. Would you be willing to go where God wants you to go if you have to fail to get there, failing is uncomfortable, but are you willing to be uncomfortable in order to get to success? Success looks different for everyone. So however, you define it, would you be willing to be so uncomfortable in order to achieve that success? God uses our failures or our mistakes to bring about his miracles because of his great love for us. And we're going to look at a verse in Romans later on in the episode. That comes back around to this. So, why am I kicking off this episode by talking about not being afraid of failure? It's because most of the time, a lot of us give up too early in the fight. How can we step into who we want to be at building a better version of ourselves if we give up too early in the fight? So, I encourage you to listen with an open mind and heart, be intentionally present in today's episode, and I hope that it encourages and shifts your perspective to stepping into a better version of you. All right, so how are we going to step into this better version of us or an enhanced version of us? The main thing I want to talk about is accepting flaws, accepting your flaws, and change what you can. That is the mindset that I had to develop in order for me to get out of my negative mindset, which I will Talk about in just a moment. But accepting your flaws, not what you cannot change, for example, the shape of your eyes, your nose, your lips, those are the things that you cannot control without cosmetic surgery. But there are also many things that you can control, like how you speak to yourself, your mindset. Do you have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset? And episode one of the Restored Mind podcast talks about this specifically. Fixed mindset is where you take your thoughts and any thoughts that you have, it sticks with you. So you think that you can't do something because of whatever reason you may have. And that's just the way that it is. That's the way you were made and created. There's no use in fixing it because nothing will change. Growth mindset, where you're open to changes, you're open to the challenges that come with you, and you're not afraid to face them. I've been on both sides and I dive into that on episode one. So if that sounds like something that you might need, I highly recommend checking out episode one that's titled, Why Mindset Matters. You can also change what you focus on and how you react to the things in your life. Be specific in the things that you want to change. Identify what you struggle with. Know why you struggle with it and then reset the course. For example, for me, one of my struggles was listening and hearing. Those two words sound the same, but they're not. Listening is being intentional, being focused, and having the will or the want to understand what you are hearing. Hearing is just voluntary. It's effortless. You can hear background noises and completely ignore it, or you can hear someone talking right next to you and not even pay them any attention. I have an example, one that I'm not super proud of. But I love talking about my flaws because this is how I learned to be a better person by accepting and acknowledging my flaws, but also understanding that I can change these things. So the example I have is that my husband used to tell me all the time that he wants to spend more time with me, but I used to be distracted by my phone and I can still be that way. I catch myself being distracted with my phone sometimes. I used to hear him saying these words, but I wasn't actually listening to him. Looking back on it, he probably felt like he was forgotten about. It wasn't my proudest moments. And it's been a work in progress. We have so many distractions around mm. us that we can hear things and not actually be listening to them. So that's one one flaw that I identified with. And it wasn't an easy pill to swallow. When we look at our flaws, which nobody really wants to look at the ugly side of ourselves, right? Nobody wants to look at the ugly side of themselves, the flawed version of themselves. Nobody wants to look at that. But in order for you to grow and step into being a better version of you, you have to do that. Accept the flaws and acknowledge them. Yes, I'm very good at hearing, but I'm not so good at listening. And then reset the course. Know why though. I'm not very good at listening because I'm distracted. There are many distractions. I'm sure a lot of us can relate. There are different things that distract us. Social media, watching movies, wanting to do different things. Multitasking instead of giving all of your intention to someone that is talking to you or trying to have a conversation with you. We are all distracted by something. And then reset the course. Be intentional with the change. Be intentional with the change by realizing that when you are about or tempted to get on your phone or to get up and walk away to do something as someone is talking to you, stop yourself and take a moment to be present. Another example I have that I mentioned earlier is having a negative mindset. I used to have a very negative mindset, and it stemmed from my childhood memories of the words that were being poured into me, and it affected how I viewed myself. Talking about this makes me think about a time where I was in elementary school. I was most likely in fifth grade, and we, for some reason, were gathering outside. I can't remember really why, but all I remember is whipped cream pie being smashed into teachers and the principal's face for some reason or another. But before all of that took place, we were all gathered up outside, and one of my, who I thought was my friend at the time, came up and spoke to us, and I was excited to see her, but she didn't seem so excited to see me because she was distracted, so I asked her who she was looking for, and she says, oh, I'm looking for my friends, so I responded with, well, we're your friends, so hang out with us, and I don't think she realized what she was saying when she said it, or maybe she wasn't paying attention. But she said, no, you're not my friend. You're someone that I just talked to. You're not my friend. And it was in that moment, it was a very pivotal moment in my life. I learned at a very young age that just because someone is nice to you, they may not see you as a friend. And just because you view someone as a friend, they might not necessarily view you in that same light. I didn't have a lot of friends in grade school or even growing up throughout high school. I had very few friends. But the friends that I did have, I really appreciated them. So my point in sharing this story with you is not to place blame on anyone, nor is it for sympathy, because that's not what it is. I'm sharing this with you because I want you to understand that there's a lot of times, I'm sure all of us has experienced it, where we've been disappointed by someone's actions, hurt by someone's words. We started believing that the words that's being poured over us is true about us. At the end of the day, though, I realized that I am responsible for how I react to the situation. I can either let it affect me, which I did for years, and it wasn't just this particular incident, it was many more to pop on top of this, or I can change the course and find approval elsewhere. And I did. It was in Jesus' teachings. Sharing this story with you and talking about it Makes me realize that I want to kick myself for having waited so long to have this realization, this type of mindset that, yeah, it's up to me to change the course. I don't have to have such a negative mindset based on my experience. I can experience that, allow the feelings to come out and, and express those emotions, but I don't have to let it define me. I don't have to let it weigh me down. I can change the course. But there's so much grace, right? I came across this verse. In Romans chapter 5, verse 3 to 5, it says, Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Earlier, I mentioned that God uses our failures or our mistakes to bring about his miracles because of his great love for us. This is what I was talking about. God's great love for us pour into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. That was his great gift to us. When Jesus left, we were given the gift of the Holy Spirit that dwells inside of us. And you know, enduring is something that is really hard to do, right? I said earlier that a lot of us give up early on in the fight. It's because the endurance piece of it is so hard. And sometimes we feel like we're in the midst of our storm, whatever it may be, whether it be our health, how we view ourselves, the mindset that we have, how we're talking to ourselves. We feel like we're just running on empty. Not sure how much longer we can last. Not sure how much longer we can... Can go, or how much more we can give into this fight. The endurance piece, that moment where you feel like you just might not make it, that is a pivotal moment in your journey. A very pivotal moment in your journey, because it's in that moment where character is being built. You either give up or you continue to fight. And the mistakes that we make in between that time, those are the lessons that we learn to bring with us when we get to the other side of this one particular storm. For me, having a negative mindset all through my life up until just recently, and sometimes I still find myself slipping into that negative mindset, but having a negative mindset and battling through that, having waves of success and being confident in something, and then realizing that I met someone of the same interest who is just a little bit better than me, and then having that shoot me down, and making me feel completely worthless because I relied solely on just that feel-good feeling and not what Scripture says about me. Yes, I've been gifted with this thing, but am I identifying in this thing that I'm really good at? Or am I leaning and resting in God's words and Jesus' teachings? That's where rest comes from. We work from rest, not work to rest having a negative mindset made me think that I had to work really hard in order to rest. So when I worked really hard and got somewhere in the craft that I was good at, I'm thinking about my makeup right now. Makeup uh, used to be thing that I was really into. And when I found other makeup artists that were so much better than me and so much more no. advanced, I immediately felt incompetent or worthy that my gifts or my talents were not good enough. I didn't know how I could help others or I didn't feel worthy to be able to charge for my services, so I only stuck with friends and family. But having a negative mindset and living in it meant that I was suffering through the highs and the lows, having really, really great confidence in myself, and then coming back down wondering what my worth is, and then coming back up. It was a constant roller coaster ride. That was the effect of the negative mindset that I had, and that I went as far in my negative mindset to label myself as just a wife, just a mom, nothing more. I was just this label that I put on myself and I had nothing to give or nothing to contribute. That was a negative mindset that I had. But it's in these sufferings where we rejoice in them because through these sufferings, it produces endurance, the will to want to keep on going which ultimately, yes, it brought me to a point in my life where I was at my lowest. This whole podcast, my whole journey started because of a pivotal moment in my life, which I talk about in my trailer episode. If you are new here, I highly recommend checking out the trailer episode. But just for you to get the gist of it, if you're a new listener, I had a miscarriage a few years ago, and that brought me to one of the lowest points in my life because I just did not feel worthy. And I realized that everything that I had done up to this point meant nothing. At least I thought it meant nothing. So I rejoice in knowing that even though I suffered through all of these things and looking back on it, it was giving me the endurance that I needed to build the character that I needed. It was reshaping me. All right, so reset the course by replacing those negative thoughts with positive ones reinforced by scripture. That you can tell yourself that I am beautiful. Or you can tell yourself that I'm so good at my job. But when something comes and bumps you, something negative comes and bumps you, does it easily shake you? Does it easily shake your confidence? When you are reinforcing your positive thoughts by Scripture, no one can take that away from you, the confidence that you have because of what you read in Scripture, what Scripture says about you. No one can take away the fact that you went through something so hard in your life. And when you come out of it, you've been molded or changed into a new person that is willing to fail because you want to get to the other side of it because you want the blessing that God's given you. Now, you don't have to work on everything all at once. I would recommend picking one thing, focus on that, and then grow from there. It is not going to be a perfect journey. Make a conscious effort to step into the change that you want to make happen. Change doesn't happen off wishes and daydreams. And I'm saying this from experience. I'm so guilty of this. Living in a wishful mindset is detrimental to our growth in general. Have you ever wondered how someone could be so patient with a situation that you yourself know would drive you bonkers? right? Say you see a friend who's dealing with a situation, you're like, man, I don't know how you could be so patient with your husband. I don't know how you could be so patient with your kids. Oh, I I don't ever want kids because I just don't think that I could put up with all of that. It's just too much, right? You automatically know where your limits are, that those have been your thoughts. At least you think that these are your limits. If you've already acknowledging that you have these limits, the question is, why are you okay with it? Why are you okay with these limits? that you've set on yourself. Because you could be so much better. You could be a better version of you, right? Patience. One that we all struggle with. I know a lot of us struggle with patience on some level. And it took a lot of time for the person that you might view as a patient person to build that patience. It took a lot of grace for them to build that patience and tolerance for something that you probably wouldn't have the patience for. So, Instead of making comments like, I wish I could be more patient like you, why not ask them questions that can change the amount of patience you have? Questions like, how did you become more patient? What did you have to do? That's a question that a lot of us don't ask because when we are impatient, it makes us uncomfortable and we get this feeling of being rushed to do something, right? Building patience, it takes effort. If you already know that you are lacking in these things, then why are you okay with it if you're trying to step into a better version of you? When you become specific about the changes you want to make happen, it gives these changes priority. It helps you consciously make decisions that align with how you want to change. Now, every day is not a perfect day. Breaking old habits take time, but guess what? Learning new one also takes time too. That is why grace is so important. It's so important. Just like you wouldn't purposely step into sin even though you know that God extends his grace to us. We have to be careful not to use the grace that we extend to ourselves as a buffer for the excuses that we make of not staying the course of stepping into a better version of you. And why is that? When you extend yourself grace But you don't use excuses as a buffer for that grace. It builds a disciplined mindset and it also builds disciplined muscles to get you into a new routine that will help you build a better you. Do what you need to do, show up to make these changes happen. You cannot wish for the changes to happen. Identify what it is that. You want to change. Be willing to accept your flaws, but also be willing to acknowledge them and know that, hey, this is where I am at right now. I accept it, I acknowledge it, but I'm going to change it because I have that choice to change the course for myself. And sometimes it's going to suck, but what doesn't change doesn't change. And that is from Coach Bailey. What doesn't change doesn't change. You get to decide how important stepping into the new you is. How important is it to you that you are building and stepping into a better version of you? Yes, it's going to be hard, but don't give up the fight too early. Because, my friend, you can do hard things. Hey! Thank you for listening. If this episode has spoken life into you or your mindset transformation journey, please share it with a friend. The growth of this podcast is possible through you. So thank you for your support and for being a part of the family. I look forward to talking to you again next week here on the Restored Mind podcast.